Hello, welcome to Bottled Soccer Talk number 15. I'm Nestor, joined here as always by my good friend Henry G. And as always, two guys, two mics, and two pints, ready to talk some football. Uh, how you doing, my man? Doing pretty good, man. Um, you know, it's been a, a lot of football to digest lately between cup games, weekend games, you know, league games. League games, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I've been enjoying it. Um, my team has not been so hot lately, so that tends to have mm-hmm. a, an effect on how my week goes. I don't know if that ever brings you down, uh, the performances of your teams. but It, it definitely pisses me off yeah. <laughs> sometimes, especially when it's against the opposition that you're supposed to beat, right? Yeah, this, yeah um, especially when it's that. And, well, to be fair, your team hasn't looked bad lately. You just had, like, a blip right there. You know, there's a lot of overreactions that we can get to when we get to the game. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it definitely bothers you. And then you see other teams that are, like, in the same stratosphere. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, for you, it's Liverpool. And, obviously, Leicester is a competitor. Chelsea. Uh, Arsenal. Chelsea, Arsenal. You know, when they win, it's like, wow, really? Now we're now we're uh, you know giving them a little more cushion. Still early, of course, but you know we'll we'll uh, we'll get there. So, um, is there any, like any real like news that we should go over before we start talking about the league or? Um, not really. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, um, yeah, La Liga is fully back now. Barcelona and Atletico Seville played. So that's you know it does feel like that's back. And, yeah, and uh, there's something to play for now. Um, so yeah, let's just start off with some uh, Premier League, and then we can we can you know chew on that a little bit, digest mm-hmm. it, and uh, and go from there. So we'll start from the bottom up. Uh, first game up was uh, oh Brighton hosting Manchester United. That's uh, man. Yeah, I kind of feel a bit bad for Brighton. Um, I mean myself. I yeah, they were hard done. I suppose yeah, it yeah. just it kind of seemed like each every ball they kick was magnetized towards the pole. Yeah, to the post, I should say. Yeah. Um, but you know, credit to United for gutting out a, a result against a team that's always going to kind of sit back and try to hit you on the counter. Um, I mean, but again, via penalty in extra time that mm-hmm. was surpassed. Um, great win, but what does that you know? tell you about united this season and and where their trajectory is going yeah united's still underwhelming they're still missing pieces Uh, we don't really have to go over it every time but uh i'd love to yeah (laughs) sorry go ahead uh they're just not entertaining to watch right now and it's not because there's no big name it's just i feel like the club uh, once again has no identity solskjaer is is trying to force the team to play as they were and uh you know that might have worked at the end of the season when everyone was kind of winding down but right now everyone's trying to rev back up mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like like there's real any real uh i don't want to say motivation but the the players aren't really responding although um you know bruno had a really good game marcus rashford obviously had a wonder goal um, you know, I love that pass that he hit in the open field uh, for Rashford. Just kind of perfect weight on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone that stood out, really. Um, not really anyone else that I can think of. No. I mean, from Brighton's team, because I, I, I already know who's going to ball for United. We, we're, it's the usual suspects, uh, you know, Rashford, Bruno, 
Pogba has has left a lot to desire, but you know you also get Marshall playing out of his skin at times. But yeah. from Brighton, I really enjoyed Mapai and also Trussard, who registered an assist, and Mapai who scored the penalty but was always active. Um, I think Brighton are going to be a sneaky good team this year. Um, they've they've shown it, and yeah. now oh, that and, uh, they have Lalana as well. Yeah, and uh, Lamptey, uh, oh, who's right. getting uh, he's who, getting attention from Bayern, was it? Bayern, yeah, yeah. he's he's their next. Uh, Sure mm-hmm. to get retired. Yeah, that's why I wasn't so quick to shit on United for making this game closer than it had to be. One, they beat the the opposition that's lesser than them, which is good. Yeah, that's something that City wasn't able to do this to week. Do. We're gonna talk about later, but yeah, I mean, my my point is that Brighton isn't just like the team that we're used to seeing from previous seasons. This is like the most serious Brighton has been in, I, I want to say decades. You know, um, so yeah, it's gonna be a fun, a fun team to watch and United. You know, there's there's always the question marks about the goals coming from open play. You can only hope that it'll get better, but it's kind of hard to tell right now. Yeah, two out of three, I suppose. Yeah, well, one was an own goal, to be fair. Yeah, but, okay, you know, fair but, enough. You know, but I, it was, uh, the buildup was there. Um, but you'd like to see it more often, right? Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, man. Moving on, though? Yeah, moving <clears throat> on. Um, well, yeah, before, you, before we move on from United, I really think that Solskjaer is not going to survive the end of the season i i think that would be the best case scenario for united but i don't think it'll happen because i think they'll string together results to at least get them in europa level and that'll be enough to cling on to a job uh for a few reasons united and this has been pretty like obvious for me in the past year few years or maybe a year per se they don't look like they want to spend big you know um i don't think i don't know if they'd want to go after a top manager to have to pay more money and then also bring him a whole new subset of players i just don't see it happening it's possible but it would have to mean that united go under dire circumstances the next two months where they're in in they're definitely out of european play and i just don't see that right now sure but that's that's my take on it i I don't know what what opinions you might have yeah i I, for the most part agree it's hard to disagree with that but you probably hope that I mean, with all, you know, he's a great guy, but you'd hope that maybe they would sack him at some point and get somebody like Pochettino, yeah, for example. Yeah, exactly. That's that's who I have on in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't know what Solskjaer is trying to do. And we yeah. know that Pochettino creates attacking, attractive football. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, moving on. Uh, Crystal Palace versus Everton. Yeah. Fucking uh, uh, Calvert-Lewin, man. He's on a roll right now, mm-hmm. and this is just speaking live to up to date. He just scored a hat trick today in the Carabao Cup. Yeah, against uh, I forget who it was, but it was a uh, it was a uh, West Ham, right? Yeah, um, who's the top opposition? Because you know, in Carabao, you typically play League One or Championship level teams. Yeah, hat trick, and he scored in this Premier Premier League game as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he scored another hat trick previous to this game in uh, another Premier League game. Yeah. Uh, the guy is really making a case for that number nine spot uh, for England right now. He's young, uh, quick, pretty powerful, pretty big. Yeah. Um, you know, he's your classic number nine. And uh, I just hope he doesn't fizzle out because we've seen a lot of great guys blow up. Hot like starts. Danny Welbeck, uh, Daniel Sturridge, uh, players who have the same qualities as him in terms of pace, ability, and size. Yeah. And they just fizzle out. So I hope he can keep it up. And I have him on my fantasy, so obviously I have that going for me. Um, yeah, I never really rated Danny Welbs. Uh, well, you know, he's one of those players that has some good qualities, but 
I feel like for a striker, that one some of the most important qualities are always going to be finishing. And he was so inconsistent with that part of his game. He was mm-hmm. always great at getting into spaces. Yeah. He was always great at, at beating defenders with physical ability, just acceleration, whatever it may be. But the final ball uh, left much to desire. And, yeah. um, well, yeah, ultimately, I, I still think he's a solid player. But he just, we always, I, at least I always thought of him as becoming, like, one of the better England strikers in, in history, you know? Yeah. But, no, of course. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Everton's tearing it up. Uh, they beat Palace 2-1. to one. Uh, Richardson got on the board as well with the penalty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're they're really. I might have said this last week, but they're really making a case for a top six finish. It's surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you kind of want to say it's obvious because they have Ancelotti and now they have Hamis, but truthfully, like I was doubting them. Yeah. I maybe we can go back and listen to the old episode yeah. we did for Premier League predictions, but I I don't think I think I had them in the top eight barely. Truthfully, yeah. Now they might be in the top five conversation. Honestly, they're perfect for the season so far. Yeah, well, that alone, and then just what they've shown us. I mean, the results are there, but the play is there too. It's not like some lucky shit, like set pieces or penalties. Mm-hmm. Or it's ha- it's happening from open play. Alan has been a revelation. Hamas has been way better than we showing ant- I anticipated. I know some people are fanboys of his, and so they are always going to be like, "Oh, he's going to smash it." I honestly, and I, and I'm quoted saying this. I didn't think he was gonna do great, but he's proving me wrong. Yeah. Again, it's the first month, so it is early. But also, the, the partnership with Ancelotti is, I'm sure, like that's probably the best manager he could be playing for right. at the moment, just yeah. in terms of chemistry. Um, but yeah, solid result for Everton. Um, I like you said, they look like they're top six bound, especially with teams like Chelsea underperforming, uh, who we'll get into next and uh, right next, actually. Yeah, yeah, which um, we can move on to if you want. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's do it. So um, Chelsea, um, even though they got a draw, bottled it. Uh, we're just saying that because we, well, we we had a parlay on it, but <laughs> we, yeah. we had stakes in it. In yeah. the game. But but honestly, they're not really supposed oh, to be drawing fuck. or even like going down. I watched. Yeah, I watched this game live for for that reason. You know, we were we had some stake on it. I guess you could say. But uh, dude, fucking, oh my god, man, it was so frustrating. Like, I'm not even a fan of Chelsea, but. Just you're kind watching, of, you're like a low key fan. Like, I kind do. of like how I'm a low key fan of Arsenal. Yeah, probably like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say that. Partly for the players they've had, and and you know, I just always had an affinity for them in some respect. But this was such an embarrassing result for Chelsea. It looks good on paper at the end, like oh they drew. No, but no team should be allowing three goals to West Brom. It's West Brom. With it's all West Brom. Yeah. I mean, if if West Brom's gonna beat you, you expect it to be them parking the bus and, and getting you one nil, two nil. Off of a set piece like or a something. smashing grab. Yeah, but no, dude. They uh, West Brom had plenty of chances. Kepa was sat on the bench, as they say in, in London. Um, and Caballero got the start, right? Yeah, and he didn't. Man, he looked. I, I like Caballero, but I've always been of the thought is that the, his performances and penalties is what gets people thinking he's a top keeper. I'm saying this as a fan who used to have him on his team. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Chelsea. Just to focus on Chelsea now. Credit to West Brom. Honestly, they could have easily got the dub. Um, Chelsea, there's a lot of mistakes going on in the in the in the defense, and uh, just not clinical enough when there's chances. Timo Werner has been disappointing for me, um, not only because I have him on fantasy, but truthfully, um, you'd expect a little bit more out of the the leading number nine. There's literally no competition for you. Tammy Abrams like barely getting by. Any any striker with the pulse should be ahead of the guy. I'm sorry, sounds kind of mean, but uh, yeah, man. I think they desperately miss Pulisic, and I say this every week, but 
Uh, honestly, they need somebody who can uh, really just entangle a defense and, and take players out of well, position. Well, is supposed to be able to do that from the middle of the park? What, that's the key word, the middle. And, and fr- uh, Frank Lampard has had this really uh, bad rap right now for putting players in positions they truthfully don't belong. Uh, we, we mentioned Timo Werner uh, yeah. playing on the right side when he's a central player. I mean, for me, if, if it was up to me, I'd, I'd start um, Havertz at the center mid or center attacking and have uh, Timo Werner very close above him as a center forward. Because Timo Werner, you know what he has is that he has good ball dominion for a big guy. Yeah. Almost like Ben's. I think that's the best way to, to incorporate him, but Lampard well, has his own. Yeah, you know. he started Werner on the left. Right? Yeah, oh, was it the left? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's and just like he's a central player for me. He, he needs to be able to link up with either Pulisic when he comes back, yeah. Havertz, and then uh, Ziyech when, when he does get back as well. Um, but They should still be beating still, West Brom. You know, yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but one, he's kind of playing out of position, and two, I think he's in his own head. Yeah, and he's, he's playing at a, I feel like he's playing at a different rhythm. He's, trying to rush it a lot of the times he sees like he sees a, like an inkling of the net and he wants to go for it shoot yeah. it you know like the same Bundesliga my boy yeah that's not yeah it's yeah. not gonna fly here yeah these guys are on you uh, but yeah it, it's positioning when you have Kovacic and Conte playing you should be able to comfortably put Havertz ahead of them in, in the middle of the field and whoever they have on the right, whether it's Mason Mount or, um, mm-hmm. or I guess it would be Mason Mount. And oh, he's left. been bad, yeah. Yeah, he's not even a good player. I, I don't rate him anyway. That's Frank Lampard's son, people call him, because yeah. he came with him from Derby. and yeah. I feel like that's why he gives him that benefit of the doubt. For a large part of last season, uh, Mason Mount was getting the nod over Pulisic until Pulisic started playing and doing twice the numbers in half the time. That's why I, I have a lot of uh, high faith in Pulisic. I've seen him do it. We'll see, though. But, yeah, Chelsea, fuck, man. And then their defensive problems. A lot of defensive problems. Reese James is probably the only highlight from that back line. Still, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that's saying a lot because I, I don't really rate him either. Yeah, he's, he's really the only guy who's shown uh, A1 level for a center back there. Everybody else... It's just such a drop off from what we've come to know from Chelsea in the past. I mean, yeah, he started he started Werner on the left and then Abram Abraham on in the nine. It's just weird, uh, you know. Typically, especially in this day and age, two striker formations in the Prem haven't really been that successful. Well, he started on like a left wing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's so so dumb. Like <laughs> that's so dumb. Werner Werner is not that kind of player, unfortunately. Not even remotely. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of like when England used to have Harry Kane taking corners, like. Yeah, what are you doing, my boy? Yeah, like, come. Get, get in that six-yard box, man. Yeah, get your ass in that six-yard uh, box, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, he should have done a, a kepa on that and just refused to, to take the corners. Yeah. Uh, but uh, any any parting thoughts on Chelsea before we Nah, just get on? your shit together, man, because at this rate, they're going to fucking finish, like, eighth, bro. Lampard, I'm, I've been saying it. Well, I've been saying it about Werner, too, but fair enough. Maybe that's due to Lampard, but... Lampard would be lucky to finish the season, which he still might, just due to the the fact that you know COVID, he's a nice. he's a legend. Yeah. yeah, 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 and COVID too. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't really have high hopes for them, even after uh, Pulisic comes back. I just can't wait, man. Yeah, that that, that guy is special, man. He's a uh, 
he's uh, he he makes a difference mm-hmm. quite simply sure like he came on against liverpool and they you know they ended up winning the game it's guy's class sorry i kind of yeah, fawning over him yeah you're uh, drooling a bit <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, moving on from that match, uh, Burnley-Southampton, the yeah. two most exciting clubs in England. Yeah, by <laughs> far. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> again, typical suspect, Danny Ings, uh, another guy who's tearing it up silently. You know, he doesn't have the prettiest goals, but he's just so good at getting into those positions, mm-hmm. getting a touch. Um, maybe uh, maybe uh, Timo Werner needs to sit and watch some uh, Danny Ings tape. Yeah, definitely. Some Danny Ings tape. I mean, if he really wants to get better – Pop in some 2013 Kunaguero. Ooh. <laughs> well, can, you can have a wine to that, that right? one, mate. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah. Calm down now. Zip up your pen. <laughs> uh, I, Danny Ings, uh, okay, you know, he's continuously showing us. I think I'd say in form right now, Danny Ings and, and Car- uh, uh, Calvert-Lewin are really just the two best nines at the moment for England, which is crazy to say. Super crazy when Harry Kane is still breathing. Uh, even Rashford, um, if yeah, you want Rashford to consider him more, a nine. more of a wing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Obama Yang. Uh, oh well, yeah. I'm I'm am I'm, I'm I'm talking about specifically English strikers. Like oh, English these guys strikers. are like the best like, yeah. right now in terms of England. I mean, even Harry Kane has dropped off, which you could understand after injury. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think of others. Can't quite come up with any. Oh. James Valdinho, Jamie, oh, Vardy. Jamie Vardy. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later. Uh, Penaldi. Ah, that's messed up, man. He's a he's he's a proper nine, proper. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Moving on to the next game day. Or what? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the next the next game, uh, which would be Sheffield United, uh, hosting Leeds. Leeds grabs a one zero uh, win. Patrick Bamford scores again. I think he's at three goals now. Yeah, I believe so. Three goals. Him and him, Jack Harrison and uh, the other dude, forgetting his name right now. Calvin Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. Those three are just like a. They're on form. They're on form. They're they're doing the goods for, uh, for for Leeds. I think even uh, Jack Harrison made Leeds. Uh, I mean the Premier League team of the week for, for him. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had they dominate possession a lot. They're high intensity, high mm-hmm. high press. You know that's the way uh, Bielsa likes to uh, likes to uh, manage his teams, um, and uh, you know they're fit for a chap- championship season, which is a lot more grueling than a than a Premier League season. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot more games uh, for the there's more games. I, I don't know if I want to say a lot more, but championship is more intense. So they're gonna they're gonna be just at, at it all season long, man. They're pretty fucking good, huh? Yeah. I like them a lot, man. Yeah, I, I really like them. Um, and um, that's that on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll uh, see Leeds this, this weekend against your team. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so, a showdown for sure. Yeah, well. Fucking City better be on their shit, man. I, I'm yeah. not going to take Le- two straight Leeds up. is not, not a team to take lightly. I mean, they almost they almost gave uh, Liverpool the business. Well, they did up until, up until the end. Yeah, but that's Liverpool, to be fair. Yeah, undefeated Liverpool? Ah. Oh. Uh, anyway, um, moving on. Tottenham, Newcastle. <sighs> Tottenham got did dirty, man. Ah, uh, I wouldn't say that. Uh, you get what you you get what you get, and you don't get upset, man. <laughs> <laughs> when it's not in my favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah of uh, course. But yeah. No, uh, yeah, I mean, but that's been the story really 
there's so much controversy week in week out in the prem we didn't even talk about the united penalty that was kind of like should i have should should it have even been given um but anyways not to harp too much on that but uh yeah there's been this is just to say there's been several controversial calls this whole weekend in, in vast leagues i think it sucks that bars is is having that power to really alter games well, or to not alter the games or to not make the right call. But then again, they're going strictly by the letter of the law. And, you know, when you're being objective, you can't interpret something. It either is or it's not. It's very black and white. Yeah. And especially when you have a videotape reviewing it. If you're able... Videotape. Listen to me. Like a 90s kid, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, when you have a, a video and you're able to review it, it either is... You know, for example, a player pulling one down, mm-hmm. or it's not. But I feel like a lot of times there's alterations done by the media. It's not to sound conspiracy like a conspiracy theorist, but the lines the they draw. The mainstream media. And then they they draw a line up to the arm, like shit like that. It's just it, for me, it's taking it beyond what football really was. And not to sound like a it, purist, it, or it does it does take away from, well, like you said, the purity of the game and the spirit of the game. But if if we're gonna allow these things into the sport, mm-hmm. that they, they they have to be objective. And but the biggest thing in in terms of in terms of objectivity is when VAR gets used. I feel like it's also another thing that it gets used when the ref deems it, you know, credible to be used, and that that plays a big role. But that goes into sure. officiating. Sure. And that's where I feel like it gives a lot of room for, and I there, hate to say is, this it, for for matches to be fixed in a way okay. almost like. For matches to be altered, you know, to be like, oh, that's valid. You know, but that's why I don't like it. I'd rather, I'd rather it be a blatant bad decision by the ref with no VAR, because then you could call it for what it is. Then have the ref pick and choose. And then have maybe have the ref reprimanded, man, because like there's a lot of referees who have a bad rap for making there, bad calls. There, constantly. Yeah, there is no talk of that of. Like okay, why didn't the ref use VAR? Because there mm-hmm. there has been that. Yeah, there yeah exactly. There's that moment where we're like, oh, they should go to VAR. Like the commentator saying it doesn't go to VAR, and you're like, that should have gone to VAR. We see the replay, and it was like, oh, that was a clear offside. Yeah, why, why didn't you? Yeah, so that's like that. That begs another question: when VAR is used, it's another element. Well, but, I, it's so far it's only been used for um, handballs, penalties, basically. Yeah, penalties, penalties or offside. Yeah, offsides or even uh, I I think red card expulsions like if oh, yeah. I like to see yeah, if a sure. player punched or elbowed yeah. somebody, but which which I, I'm gonna get into later. But mm-hmm. there there was a match this week with um, shit. Dude. Sorry, like, we kind of got into this var certain, topic. Certain red teams, um, but but yeah, Tottenham, we were talking about Newcastle, Tottenham, the, the uh, penalty. Yeah, right at the end. But Tottenham is they're a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. Um, I don't know. There's just so much quality right now. That, um, there's going to be certain teams that aren't going to make it, man. Chelsea, United, Chelsea. to me, are are the two are the two uh, clubs that seem to be on the outs. With all the with with Leicester and Tottenham looking better, uh, and Arsenal, uh, and Wolves dropping off a bit too. Wolves are dropping off a little bit. They're they're really missing Jota. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was a big factor for him, for for him, for them, and I don't think he's gonna play much of a role for Liverpool, which kind of sucks. Well, well, we we can get into that um, when we talk about Liverpool, but Tottenham, um, uh, Lucas Moura got on the board, 
and Callum Wilson at the 97th minute. Stoppage time penalty. That's got to hurt, huh? Yeah, just ask Brighton. Just ask Brighton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, they, the the Manchester United Brighton game was actually def- defined after the whistle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's so crazy. That that's, never happened. That's why it's. Uh, but that's another topic. But yeah. Tottenham, you know. Tottenham could be in with six points, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Oh well, right. <laughs> it's good. It's worse than. Uh, it's better than the loss. I'll tell you that much. Sure. Sure. Uh, so. Uh, moving on from that game, unless you have anything else to talk about Tottenham, Mourinho. Uh, it's uh, expected, really. They're <laughs> not, I, I don't. I mean, they got that one day they scored five goals, but I don't always see them as a, t- a team that's going to score a lot. The just the style they have. So, do you think they're gonna they're gonna start scoring more when Bale gets on? Mm, I don't see. I don't see. I don't think he'll have a big bearing on it. You don't think he's gonna move the the needle one way or the other? I don't think so, man. I, I hope if he does, he does, but I just don't think he's at that level anymore. I mean, he, he's going to just come in and, and be part of the team is what I see him as. I don't think he's going to have a a transcendent you role. You, you don't think him, like, as the team stands now, mm-hmm. if once he gets on the starting 11, he's not the best player? No, I don't feel that, I don't feel that way anymore, and it's tough to say. Who's but the best I, player? Well, just just not. I'm not even gonna go there. But just to say, uh, for example, Lucas Mora gets subbed off for Bell. There's not a big drop off in talent there. I don't see like, and I know this might sound harsh, yeah. but Luca, Lucas Mora has started. I mean, he's been playing for the past two years at a top level, whilst Bell has been injured and or benched, doghouse, which sucks because we don't really know how good he is. But Lucas Mora just just off the proof and the evidence and what he's done. Like, I don't know how much better he is than Bale or, or I, vice versa. I think Bale at 80% of what he's capable of is much better than Moda. Oh, well, we don't know. We don't well, know. well, like, that's... I mean, from what we've Bale, seen, when like, right, he was at from, his peak. From, right, yeah. yeah. That's Bale from, like, top form, second championship with Madrid. It was a different prime back then, though, man. Like, truthfully. And not to sound no, like... Well, I mean, when he was still with Madrid, still oh, playing yeah, regularly. Oh, yeah, Madrid, Right, regularly. Um, that, that Bale... At eighty percent is still better than Lucas. Well, do you disagree? I I've just seen the, the lad do it at PSG. I've seen him. I've seen him doing at Tottenham now. I proper rate him. He's not a shoe in starter though. That's that's more preferential. But he's become a you know kind of like a talisman for. Uh, no, he he does for, for Mourinho. He does bleed for for Tottenham for sure. Yeah. He's just that kind of guy, though. Yeah, he's like a William, you know, like, yeah, does sure. everything right for the club. But I'm saying, that's just an example. But I need to see Bale first, man. Mm. I just got to, I'm skeptical because it's been so long. Yeah. And I think I have. I, I think if he's motivated, he can definitely be yeah. the best player. Well, that's up to him, isn't it? Damn, that's deep. Uh, yeah, I mean, because it's just from what he's given us and from the kind of energy he puts out, yeah. I don't know what to expect. Sure. He's not the bright-eyed young boy we we once knew in 2000, what was it, 2009, 2010? 12. Oh, oh, well, I'm saying when he was at Tottenham, oh, uh, becoming yeah, a, a 11, star. Yeah, yeah, 10, 11, yeah. Um, dude, it's crazy when he, he emerged as a left back and just kind of like evolved into this Fox left winger, left wing back and... He was a unit. Man, went, he, went to Madrid, spent one year there, and got fucking ripped. He was a monster, man. Yeah. But I just haven't seen anything to... I, I don't know that guy anymore, basically. That's like... That's the old him. That's a shadow. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, man. Uh, moving on. Yeah, though, moving on. To, to a sad topic. <laughs> for me, at least. So, the, the, one of the... 
I guess one of the matches of the week. I think it was split between Manchester City and uh, Liverpool. Arsenal, Liverpool. Liverpool, Arsenal. Yeah. Um, yeah, Manchester City loses to Leicester 5-2. to two. Yeah. Um, and the first goal was a beauty. Mares, right-footed screamer. Weak foot, yeah. Weak foot. That's about as sweet. corner. Yeah, as sweet as you can hit Four it. or five minutes in. Man, mm-hmm. that, that's a beautiful strike. Mm-hmm. Um, and City... City did their city thing. They dominated possession. They created a lot of chances. They did. They yeah. they were getting in there, and uh, Leicester was comfortable sitting back and plugging in holes that City usually operate in. Mm-hmm. De Bruyne wasn't really effective because he was kind of getting double teamed every time. Yeah, they forced him to, to relieve the ball relatively quickly, and if he yeah. doesn't have the ball, then you eliminate his greatness. He still gets into good yeah. spots, but... Obviously, when he has the, he's like a point guard. When he has the ball in his hand, he's gonna make shit happen. You know. Uh, yeah, and my my biggest problem uh, was uh, Sterling's position. No, no reason he should be starting at the nine, bro. Yeah, that's a the nine, false nine, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you either you either put um, you have to put him on the left. Because yeah. he's not he's not a finisher. He's yeah, this sucks to say, but you gotta use him for what he's great at and that's getting mm-hmm. into space, using his pace. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's not a good link up player at nah. the edge of the box. He's he's not that nah. guy. Nah, nah. He needs to have that rhythm of, of a dribble or two before he can make a play. Mm-hmm. And uh you, you could see De Bruyne trying to give him balls. De Bruyne. And I mean Sterling on top of everything is undersized to be in that part of the field. Yeah. When you have trees in the back, like Soyunku or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, the Turkish uh, fucking mercenary. He's good. good. He's good. He, he's and really he has that old school look to him. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. a yeah. He's one of those brutes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Sterling needs to be on the left where he has space, where he can run at you, mm-hmm. where he can dribble and uh, either you know push the ball back and then make a run into open space for the to deliver the ball, the final ball. Or just to, you know, cut through the fences and, and, you know, create his own shot. Yeah. So he was placed in the middle, and Phil Foden was more or less on the left. Yeah. I I remember watching it, and there was a point um, a little bit after, like, the 20th minute where I see Foden, and I'm like, hold on. I had looked away to get, like, a drink or something, and I was like, wait, did he get subbed on or something? Who came off? And I was trying to think of who came off. And uh, I looked at the starting lineup. I'm like, holy shit, he's started. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything from him up until after the 20th minute, which is worrying. You you want Foden involved. Well, yeah, it's just I don't think he's used to extracting or asking for the ball from the left. He's a central player through and through. He's an 8. He's a mm-hmm. 10. Yeah. And uh, when you don't have him there, I, I w- I'll tell you this, I would have felt way more comfortable with Foden at the 9. Than Sterling there. Is it that where he played against Madrid in the Champions League? Yeah, he did. He played he, like he a false He can play line? that position, and that's just because he can. He can receive the ball with such grace and use either foot, and that's not what Sterling possesses. And it's just Sterling's a wide player. He's not going to be a, a nine. Yeah, and that well, kind of got me heated. That and uh, and Foden is good for the press. Yeah, he's he's good for it. He has stamina for a young guy, you know. Well, I mean, typically young guys can sure. run for days, but um, he's a yeah, he's a menace. Like he's not the biggest guy, but he's gonna chase down every ball. I'll tell you this: I I even would have felt more comfortable with starting the lap, like a true number nine who would have uh, made life difficult for Soyunku, for anybody who really wanted that 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 action because he's a big guy. They they're starting to call him 
the Mancunian wrecking ball because he's like, bro, he just barges into defenders and, yeah. you know, kind of Lukaku-esque. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, without harping too much on City because they, they underperformed. And I know there's been a lot of games. Um, credit to Leicester. My, my biggest trife with them is, is the penalties. Who I thought I thought all of them were very soft. They were. They they threw themselves. They but, only got softer. But the, as the defenders, game went on. yeah. But the defenders made contact. Made, made contact, and they did dumb things like, "What are you doing? Like, you know, pulling your arm across other guy's body. You know he's gonna throw himself. He's just proving body he's wasn't the alpha even male. in a good position for Kyle Walker. Um, the second one was Mendy doing the same thing, <laughs> and oh, yeah, the yeah. third one. Uh, hmm, hey, the one with was, Eric Garcia was stupid too, man. Yeah, the fucking. And yeah, Eric Garcia got a lot of shit because um, they say, "Oh, he's not trying." Like I go on Reddit a lot, so a lot of the a lot of the commenters were, uh, a lot of the posters, whatever you want to call them, were talking about how he wasn't trying. They shouldn't play him because he obviously he doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah, which fair enough, he doesn't. But he he actually played pretty good. He had okay. some good coverages. Uh, he's not your best center back, not anymore anyway. But he's a, he's a solid player for how old is he? Nineteen twenty, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's still young. young as fuck. He's good, man. He's, he's good. a good player, man. Uh, uh, he makes I'm, a lot of mistakes though, but he's young. But so. he's young. Yeah, like yeah. like you know, what can you do? The, I would say that he's still better than half of United's center backs. Dude, if he was at United, he'd basically be adopted like a PK without having the same qualities, but just the fact that he's Spanish and young and just getting the start yeah, immediately. Of course. Um, um with the old me. school headgear, by the way. Yeah, he suffered a head injury um, yeah. at practice, and he's been wearing it for a few games now. Looks pretty cool, though. You know, you don't get to see that look too often. That Peter Cech look? That Peter Cech, yeah. Uh, Chivu, if you know him, sheesh, respect. A Romanian right back or left back, I want to say. Used to wear a helmet as well. Notorious for that. Yeah. Um, but anyways. Yeah, I don't, I'm not familiar with him. Oh, so well, you got me on that. Oh, well, Dang. I'm, I'm into, like, random players like that. Oh, you, know? you got me on a history. Oh, uh, well. but. Uh, another thing uh, that I that I needed to talk about city because we're not done with city yet. Mm. Fuck, what was it? I'm I'm drawing a blank here. Drawing a blank, man. Um, um, was it the fact that they dominated possession, played well, created chances, but still came out losing? Well, yeah, but you know it. It I don't know if it comes down to Pep. Pep experimenting a little too much. He did sub off for Fernandinho to add a uh, striker, which is uncharacteristic, really. Yeah. Um, right on the lap. That and uh, Fernandinho closes a lot of gaps in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, even though with his advanced age, he still has just, in Spanish they call it colmillo. Yeah. Just that, that, you know, that, that edge. That edge, that, you know, the know how, basically. That, uh, yeah, and the older you get, it's like the wiser you get. Yeah, too. exactly. He has that. It's like he's seen it all. He's got that old man game. He's not relying on his pace. Mm-hmm. He's relying on his positioning, and his technique, mm-hmm. and, and his tackling. You know, you're going to be intimidated by a tackle from him. Oh yeah. Uh, so taking him off really weakens the the mid, because where where do you who do you plug in that gap? No one's doing that. De Bruyne is trying to get an attack going. He's not so concerned about plugging in a defensive hole, right? Yeah. Um, so you move Sterling to the left, and Phil Foden is a little bit of the same. He's trying to get an attack going. So 
that's when uh, Barnes from Leicester, who's such a good player. Yeah, he's pretty he's, solid. Like he had a field day after that. And then Madison had his be- beautiful goal. So really, you know, the, the penalties, you know, that's circumstantial. That doesn't mean that you were outplayed when you, dro- when you lose penalties, really. Yeah. So remove the penalties and you got to draw. <laughs> Damn. But that's three penalties. Three penalties, that's like, fuck. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. When that was the last time, like, like in the la- before, let's, let's remove VAR. So, like, in the last, before the last three years, when was the last time you saw three penalties in a game? It's been, it's Martin, been a Martin Palermo comes to mind for me. Missed all three, by the way. Oh, I know, man. Poor guy. Argentine um, and uh, Boca, Boca Juniors, I believe. Yeah, but he had one of the freshest hairstyles ever. From, but <laughs> anyways, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, no, nah, I haven't seen that too often. I rarely even see it split amongst two teams, like where one gets two, one gets one. The The penalty calls were soft. Um, I like Leicester as a team, but they came out like bitches straight up. You can't be diving like that. Two, you, three penalties I'm and sorry. two really good goals. Two really good goals. I'll give them that. Madison um, had a beautiful strike. And I like Vardy's little uh, heel flick into the goal. Yeah. On You know, that's, that's his that's class. That's audacious, yeah. But... And that's what I'm saying. Like he's, I know he has. He's a dick, but he's a top nine. I like him. He he, he has qualities. Oh. Skill wise, no. Oh, he's he's even lost a step. He's not as fast as he used to be. Pero papá te la puso con el tobillo. Yeah, I know. I see. Yeah, yeah, the little yeah, heel yeah, flick yeah, on yeah, a yeah, top yeah, keeper, yeah, top center. Yeah, 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 yeah. Top keeper. Well, debatable. Ah, well, yeah. He's a he's Brazilian, right? But um, <laughs> without harping too much on the penalties, which were I hated them, but. Sometimes they get called in my favor for my team, so I can't get mad, right? But, but three of them, fuck. That that really leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Because that also um, has an effect on the way a game is played. When Leicester goes 2-1 up, they they make it a They're lot. a little braver. Yeah, a little braver. And also, it makes it a little harder for us to attack. City gets a little more urgent. Yeah, they open it up makes more, more mistakes, more anxious. That's that's football. That's football, yeah. yeah. But um, respect to Leicester. Uh, if, I'm gonna, if my team's going to drop points to any team in the league Leicester's a cool I don't it hurts as soon as Vardy leaves I'm on the Leicester train man. I like Leicester you know they have and uh, Justin James is a good player too I yeah. talked about Madison of um, Yuri Telemans was really good Telemans the, 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 yes. the Belgian yes, guy the Belgian yes yeah he's a fucking factor yeah, I he's like good. him Soyunku um, and yeah, yeah Justin James yeah. Or James Justin. I don't, I don't I know. I mean, big ups to Leicester because they're also suffering a big injury with Ndidi, their starting center defensive mid who yeah, gives them an edge. That so. would have been even tougher match. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, this should call me also, off guard. That would have also changed the game, too. It could be for better or for worse. You yeah. know, any sport is a game of matchups sometimes. Hey, hey, here's the thing that kind of bothered me, too. Like, I said this last episode, but goals don't always necessarily mean everything. They don't tell the story. Yeah. And to give Vardy the 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 match ball off two penalties yeah. and one strike. He the, he had the fewest touches of any player. That just means can he's we, super we, efficient with his... We, yeah, fuck uh, off. He, he, he was grabbing the ball and just winking at the camera. Like, <laughs> like, you know, he's that one guy. Yeah. You know that one meme where it's like the, the guy that's in third place celebrating with the champagne? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's low-key Vardy. But we love him. Oh, I love well, him. Well, yeah. He's a... Dude, I, he's a factor, man. If, if we didn't have Aguero, that's the guy I'd want to have on my team. Wow. I know, I know. Wow. It's crazy. That's but, interesting. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, oh, before we leave. Before uh, we leave there Manchester. Was a lot, there was a lot made of Guardiola. You know, he's been figured out, blah, 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 blah. Can we put that to bed? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, like you said, there's stats to show that possession was in our favor, chances created, things like that. Um, sometimes, they, like you said, the game of soccer is based on, on sometimes luck, and we just didn't have the rub of the green that day. Um, I felt we created plenty of chances. We, we failed to finish on a lot of easy ones, making it super easy for the keeper. Um, but no, Ardiola hasn't lost his touch. I don't think so. His game's always evolving every season. Yeah, and to say he's been figured out. No, nah, it's it's stupid. Yeah. And also with the he has a new subset of players. He's gonna have some some different tricks up his sleeve, and I'm so excited to see. I didn't wake up for the match because I I got into some crazy plans the night before, but I'm so happy I didn't. Now it's mm-hmm. not typical of me. I always wake up for games, but um, I anticipate them to play better. They played today in the Carabao Cup. Did this did, did this game talk them into splurging on Ruben Diaz? <laughs> I hope so. Because uh, I, I don't know if center backs necessarily are a problem, truthfully. I don't. I, I really don't think so. It, but what we do have at center back is inexperience, so I get that. Ruben Diaz is only 23, but this guy plays with the— He looks older than that. Yeah, he, he, looks and, older and than he me. plays with the, with the tenacity of a player who's 29, really. And he's been doing it for Portugal, been doing it for Benfica. I think it's going to be a solid signing. But more urgently than the center back, we need a proper left back, man. Mendy leaves me with a lot to desire, bro. He he's good attacking, but he doesn't have the legs to get back well, all the his, time. The, the way he attacks, it kind of bothers me. Ah, he's very man. direct. Yeah, he's, he's, direct. Tr- he's always trying to run past the guy instead of through them. If you know or, what I mean. Or yeah, through them or or giving a feint or yeah, something. You something, know, but change he, direction. He's, you know? he's he's just too predictable. Thrusting and thrusting and thrusting and not trying anything different. Yeah. Um. And he always tries to deliver the ball. Like he, he just runs in straight lines. Basically. That's yeah. his problem. Yeah, but honestly, uh, that's an area we need it, to improve. It, yeah, Pep is not the problem. No, I don't think he is, man. Uh, yeah. Fuck, man. When when he has a full lineup, like a strong lineup, where we have hmm. our full 11, hmm. yeah, you watch that. <laughs> yeah, 5-0 Liverpool, you watch that. You tell me who got in who head. That's my, that's my Jalen Ramsey impression. That's but, uh, uh, That's the match of the week when it happens. Oh, I can't wait. Um, um, but anyways, enough about City, man. This is a shitty week yeah, to really zone in on. Yeah, let's just hope it's not another 5-2 loss. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'll be so heated. And it, Oh, and by the way, the first time a Pep side loses or uh, concedes five goals. Yeah, and uh, another fun fact, uh, Jamie Vardy is only the third player to score a hat-trick on a Pep Guardiola team. Hmm. The only other two, Lionel Messi. I think it was like 2017, 2016 Champions League. And Kun Aguero against Barcelona 2014-15. Wow. Uh, and Jamie Vardy joins that list. So wow. just maybe some food for thought for you. I don't know. Ah, I didn't uh, know that. Uh, That's interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, nah, man. On. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Moving on. We, we spent like an hour on City. I know. And it was mostly negative shit, which kind of drives, me, drives me nuts. Good. Um. But yeah, Good. next game though, West Ham Wolves. Wow, that was another surprise, dude. It just fucked up everything, huh? But, and and that's the that's the funny thing. Um, so I had tapped Wolves to win, obviously, just because they have one of the best strikers in the world. Yeah, uh, Neto. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, um, West Ham was uh, one of those teams that were just like content on, again, just holding back and waiting for the other team to strike. Wolves were moving the ball really well. Traore wasn't really a factor, mm-hmm. you know. He all of his uh, all of his attacks were very just mushed. Yeah. 
And I, I have beef with uh, Pedro Neto. Dude was, every time he would get the ball, he would just over dribble. And I don't know if it's a Portuguese thing, but that seems to be common. Yeah, it is. It is. He wouldn't give the ball up in time. You could see you know, Jimenez getting frustrated. He was flustered. At least he got his goal, though. No, he didn't. They lost 4-0. Yeah. No, he, he got an own goal. Oh. Yeah, sorry about that. I mean, oh, I, You know, it's funny because uh, I stopped watching at... Uh, was it 2-0? I think it was like 80 minutes. And I was like, all right, this game's over. Like, it's just, <laughs> just frustrating to watch. Well, you know, I'll say this. Wolves had a similar tell to City because they played a better match, in my opinion. They dominated more they possession. They, they, they played much better. But what I will say about West Ham is this year, in my opinion, they've made a massive leap from last season. They're actually scoring hella goals, creating attacking chances. They, they, they did create a lot, to be fair. They created more than Wolves. But it was earlier in the match. And then when Wolves tried to come back and create chances, they were playing low on the block. And then uh, unloading that ball to, you know, uh, Haller, you know, Michael Antonio, players of that caliber. Um, I think Wolves have a lot to think about, though. Michael Antonio is an animal. He's good, man. I like him. He's like, I don't even know where to throw him. He has a lot of similar qualities to Traore in terms of build and pace. Not his finishing product isn't always there, but I, I oh, like he's him. Lukaku though. then. Oh, Lukaku, he's doing bits in Italy now, so let's let's give him some some credit. No. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have much else to say. No, I watched uh, the game. It wasn't my thing. It wasn't a great game. To I no, mean, unless wasn't. you're a West Ham it, fan. It was, yeah. Yeah. It. it you know. Not much else, really. I I, I want to add to that. Uh, yeah, Fabio Silva got in, didn't Fabio. do shit. Fabio, Fabio Foreign. That's that's about it. Yeah, I don't really have much else to say about that match. All right, let's Fulham, move on to Monday. Fulham, uh, Aston Villa. Up Aston. the fucking villains. Villa, yeah. Jack Grealish. That's uh, Henry's third team. That's like, yeah. Well, Jack Grealish is one of my favorite players yeah. outside of my team. Like, yeah. I'd love to have him, but he's... He got his little goal in. He's always a factor, man. If he's not scoring, he's assisting. Man. Good player. Good player. Grew up a Villa fan. Plays for them now. Has, hasn't has left yet, surprisingly. I thought he would have left by now. I can, you yeah, know, the guy's a beast. Um, they won 3-0. to zero. I didn't watch it. Those kind of games don't interest me. Ah. Te estás perdiendo de mucho, tío. You're missing a lot. A lot of great players in that game. Fulham was very underwhelming, though. I will say that. Um, but but uh, that's the, they're relegation bound. Yeah, I think that's three losses in a row, right? It is. No, Fulham are going they're, down. They're man. they're at yeah, they're on the very bottom. Fulham and Just Leeds. There's a difference. Differential. There's a difference in class between like Fulham and Leeds. That's crazy. Sheffield United is in second to last. Mm-hmm. Oh well, they off have, goal differential. They've they, started pretty bad, you know. They have zero goals in favor, bro. Uh, well, like Fulham at least has three. But they have Mitro. Mitro, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, Metrovic. Um, I yeah, think Villa's going to stay up, but, but they're but they've conceded ten, so they're at negative seven. Who Villa? No, uh, Fulham. Oh, Fulham. Oh, well, Fulham. Not much to expect from them. They're going to score. Yeah. I don't. I just think they're so easy to score against. Yeah, they're just not. They're not staying up. Yeah. So I'm not really concerned about that game. You have any parting thoughts on that game? I don't really. No, I. I, I, well, I will say. Last year, Villa was in a relegation battle. This year, I, I see them... Comfortably know, staying up? Yeah, like at a 10, 11 spot. No, no concern there? I hope so. 
I liked them. Global okay. history. Yeah. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, as many league titles as uh, the next team we're going to discuss about. about from you. <laughs> Liverpool. All right, Liverpool, They're Arsenal. They're going to win the league. Uh, Liverpool did their thing, man. In the first half, it was all Liverpool. The, the first half was basically played in Arsenal's half. Yeah. Uh, did, did you watch the game? I did. Yeah? I did. I didn't rate it too much. But, um, nah, Liverpool played great, as but, expected. But the thing is, is after the first half, um, the first half was, who, who's the first to score? Um, well, I guess I have it right here, right? It was a Saudi Mane. It was like a bounce. Oh, like for it Liverpool? was a deflected shot from, I think it was Firmino or Salah. Yeah. And then he just had like a tap-in. Yeah, he had a tap-in. As per usual, but yeah. <sighs> and then uh, uh, an error from uh, Andy Robertson leads to a weird little uh, Lacazette goal. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a turnaround a, volley that he sliced. He he didn't hit it properly, but that it, led, allowed it to rainbow over. It, it, it bounced and it just barely got over uh, Alisson's hand. Alisson. Um... I'm trying to think of takeaways from the first half. No, it was all Liverpool. It was all Liverpool. Yeah. And, and then the li- second half... Arsenal were very lucky to score, by the way. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was a lucky goal because they had nothing going for them. They shut down Aubameyang pretty well. Yeah. Aubameyang hardly got the ball, but there was hardly any delivery to him. It was all like an open space where he well, was Liverpool in a bad position. made it tough for them. You know, that press is always good. And, and then Trent Arnold was just crossing like an animal. Yeah, he's a... Uh, you know the thing I noticed about Firmino? Firmino yeah. has, uh, I don't remember how many games. I saw the stat. I just don't remember right now. No, but he has in a, in a crazy amount of games without scoring a goal. But. But there's a but. There's a but. And that makes the world go around. Yeah, it does, it does. And he deserves to be a starter. Easy. Just the way he links up play, the way he fights for balls. He's a good. He's a good creator. He's a. He's a. He's, he's a that rare great, creative I would, striker. I would say he's a great creator. The way he. The way he can uh, find space for his teammates. The way he kind of pings balls in that final uh, quarter. Mm-hmm. I rate him. No, he's, I, I was that was doubtful for of him for a good while, but I rate him. Um, yeah. He makes that. He makes that offense work. It, because it's it's surrounded by Salah and Mane. Who are pretty amazing in their own right. Salah was beating on on Arsenal's defense pretty well. They held up pretty well. David Luiz is. You remember how they were shitting on him for a good while? I mean, he's back. I think he's. I think he's a quality defender. I, I wouldn't sub him. I wouldn't keep him on the bench. The second half was. Whoa! Whoa! Shit! My bad. <laughs> I clicked something I wasn't supposed to. Could have been worse. The second half, Liverpool Arsenal had some adjustments that they made. Um, Ceballos, for one, changed the game completely. He found Lacazette open, I want to say, at least three times. And one time led to a Lacazette bottle, which brings me to one of my bottles of the week. Mm. Lacazette, uh, Ceballos finds him open. Lacazette, instead of dribbling past uh, Alisson or doing something different, he hands it straight to him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the second half was a lot more entertaining than the first, for sure. Elneny needs to not start for Arsenal. Damn. 
He's he's a good like uh, he's a good like recovering midfielder, but he's not a Premier League level at the point where you want him to start against Liverpool. That's uh, I don't know if I agree with you there, man. You like him, Denny? Uh, he's a he's a solid bloke. I just feel like, um, well, do you like Chaka more than him? Yeah. Yeah, Shaka. Well, here's the thing, though. Shaka is not giving you uh, physical performances. He's uh, he needs the ball to to pass the ball. Like he needs to be able to pass the ball in in open spaces and stuff. He's he's got excellent technique, and in this game he was actually a non-factor because of uh, our um, fuck. What's the name? Uh, Liverpool's press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where maybe yeah, I guess I get what he you're saying. He was overwhelmed by Salah's. And um, Arnold's press. Uh, yeah, Elneny doesn't oh, have the Gaita. facilities for that. Um, he doesn't Gaita have was was all over his ass. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just like Elneny more from from a dis- defensive perspective, and I think that's what that was Arteta's thought process in, in putting him into the lineup, yeah. integrating him in. But it's clear that, and I've learned this over time. Uh, the first matchups with Liverpool from a City perspective were always tough because Pep tried to play players like Fernandinho and really just. Uh, a defense-heavy team from the back into the midfield. But the best way, to, in my opinion, to attack Liverpool is, is uh, having players who are clever on the ball and quick on the ball. Mm-hmm. And Elneny doesn't have that compared to Chaka, maybe. Chaka, he's a very slow. He is, yeah. he is. But I think he has more uh, tenacity to his game in terms of ball handling. And, yeah. and, and, you know, getting rid of a pass, receiving a pass, vice versa. Yeah, he's really changed over, um, over uh, um, Arteta's tenure. Yeah. Like, at first I was like, God, this dude's trash. But <laughs> since Arteta's kind of guided him a bit, dude's become class. Um, so I can see why he's, he's still there as a starter, even a captain at times. Um, but for this type of match, he's just not suited for it. The press was too much. And, and it, I thought in the first maybe 10 minutes, Arsenal was handling the press really well. They were kind of passing the ball across themselves really well, handling it. Mm-hmm. And maybe Liverpool respected them a little too much because of, of the potential counter with uh, Maitland-Niles, with Obama Yang, Lacazette, and uh, Willian, who also was a non-factor. Surprisingly, yeah. But uh, <laughs> sarcasm. Oh, no, I, I, no, surprisingly, like, I actually expected him to show oh, okay, up. okay, I see. Yeah, yeah he did. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Um, so, yeah, they handled it well, but Liverpool just put their chances away. Diogo Jota scored his opening goal, who who's actually bombing on to the goal the first the first few minutes that he was there. That guy's overrated, man. Oh, shit. I, I we, we just said that Wolves were are missing him, and now he's overrated? Man. I mean, which is it, man? He swears, bro. He swears. <laughs> nah, honestly, yeah. I, I never thought Diogo Jota was that great. I think, well, you know what I will tell you, though? His style likens a lot to uh, Firmino in terms of being a creative striker. He got a goal, but I'm saying he's a... Uh, I don't see him as... He's not a nine that I'm going to be like, fuck yeah, he's going to be up there with the Agueros, Vardy's, Canes, Calvert-Lewin's, Ings of the world. He's not, he's I not in that... I consider him a, a nine. Well, that, that's what he that's what he's tec- technically is, but... And that's what he was... That's what he was for Wolves for a moment until Raul showed up. Okay. And then he had to become more of a creative striker like Firmino. Um, and because he, he doesn't strike me as a quick player. He's not he, quick. He's not strong. Obviously, yeah. he's like 5'2". Yeah, he's like 
But he's he's good. he's a good player. I just don't. He's good on the ball. I think he's a rotation player the way Minamino is. I don't I don't see too much. Wow. Like I'm not really fascinated by him. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, he didn't. His numbers in for Wolves were shite. Raul Jimenez and Traore, shit on him constantly. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're they're better players. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I don't rate Diogo Jota is just garbage hmm. time. He's a, he's a garbage time player. That's that's harsh. It's like when you bring out a. Hmm, let's see who's a good comparison. It's like when you bring on uh, Chris Kamen uh, when the Lakers are down Whoa. 20 back in 2016. Or currently J.R. Smith? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't rate Diogo Jota like that, bro. But Damn. maybe I'm being kind of harsh. Damn, yeah. Well, you're harsh because he's Liverpool. Well, nah, I would tell you this before that. I think he's better than Bernardo Silva. Ah, oh, fuck nah, no. Just no, 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 no. <laughs> Bernardo Silva will make him two times before he's even conscious, bro. Make me two times, baby. All right, um, so moving on from the Premier League. Well, I guess I, let's just fucking do it, man. Whatever. Um, Fuck it, just games rip of it the off. week. Next week. Uh, <laughs> um, game of the week. Ooh, Manchester United versus Tottenham. <laughs> Solskjaer and Mourinho have been doing a little bit of uh, battle of the words. United is at home. Who you got? Uh, truthfully... You're not gonna An like asteroid this. hitting the the, the stadium. <laughs> um, honestly, I I have United winning. Huh. Yeah, I just I think they're a better team, uh, attacking wise, and I think um, I just think they're gonna pull it off. And I I'd love to see Mourinho uh, lose. Yeah. Uh, huh. Well, you're a United fan, so I am, you kind of agree I, with me, I but you like Tottenham Mourinho winning. Oh, you got Tottenham winning. Yeah. I just. Well, I guess for my fantasy reasons, I'd want Tottenham to win. But I think United have a, a much more uh, vibrant attack going forward with, like, Rashford, Marshall, Bruno. Hmm. Especially if he's getting the luck of the green with the whistles as per. I mean, I, I can only see good things for United. And United have, oh, sorry. United have this tendency for showing up against the big teams. And they'll, they'll bottle, a, they'll bottle a game true. against, like, fucking West Brom. Yeah, but they'll they'll win against fucking. That's City. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, that's that's why I have. Them it's winning. funny because I'm taking Tottenham. So. Oh well, hey man, if if you want to run a friendly wager, I'm here. I'm I, I want up, all the I'm smoke. always up for a wager. <laughs> you know I'm a degenerate. Uh yeah man, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll handle that off the record. Yeah. But uh, let's just say next week I'm gonna be fed by Henry. <laughs> uh, right, Eddie's so, burgers or uh, what? Moving on to La Liga. Wait, yeah. what? Oh, I said Eddie's burgers or what? Uh, I don't Shit. know about that. <laughs> oh yeah, moving on to La Liga. Well, you're moving like La Liga review. Yeah, we moved. To oh, La okay, Liga. okay, good, good. I thought you were gonna say match match week. Like, what's what I'm looking forward to? Oh yeah. I don't. Let's let's go. Uh, like in terms of La Liga matches, but I think yeah. we should just get into the meat of the of this weekend because it was it was spicy. Yeah. You see yeah. the vibes. You see what I'm wearing. <laughs> I'm wearing a Atletico 2015 Griezmann kit. Yeah. Um, proper. Atleti's playing fire right now. My favorite team so far in La Liga. They dropped six on Granada this weekend. They tied to game today against Huesca, but yeah, man. What's uh Okay, so the, on the uh, so the signing for Luis Suarez, El Pistolero, Pistolero. was official. Yeah. Uh, so before we talk about the game, let's talk a little bit about uh, Luis Suarez's departure because it happened like right after we recorded last week. Happened it happened Thursday, all so quick. Yeah. Yeah. It, it almost feels like it was like two, three weeks ago, but it was 
less than a week. Yeah. Um, um, fuck, man. He only gets 20 minutes, scores two goals, one assist. Only. What well, a fucking stuff. No, but, but I'm talking about the departure from, oh, from yeah. Barcelona. No, yeah, he I'm just going, like, it's crazy how in a, he leaves Barcelona in three days he scores. Like, yeah. it's, like, crazy to me. But, yeah, the departure, um, again, it's not surprising anymore with what we've come to know from the current leadership at Barcelona, the way they handled the exit. Yeah. Bro, this guy. Yeah, it, it was almost like they treated him like a backdoor hoe. Yeah, exactly. Like, man, this guy is responsible for so much of your success. So many goals, so many goals that were scored that not many other strikers can score, uh, first and foremost. The class of the goals. And he always, I mean, maybe you can say that he didn't press or he didn't always, like, run hella hard. But, you know, when it came time to score a goal and a fucking class goal, he was always there. Also, a great teammate of Messi, him and Messi. I think, like, that's Messi's best teammate ever in terms of... Best friend, I think. Best friend, even. uh, Aside from Aguero who probably maybe Suarez might be even a better friend because he sees it more frequently, right? Sure. Um, but, yeah, he got along very well. And, uh, man, uh, just seeing the comments of people that were commenting on Luis Suarez's Instagram farewell post. You have Fabregas, Messi, Neymar, all kind of having a dig at the Barcelona uh, front office. And, honestly, it leaves a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth, I so, think. So, yeah, so before we get into that, um, he leaves the ground. And in tears, like yeah. from from his last training session with them, yeah, he's like in tears, yeah. And you know how they say like money doesn't make you happy. He's yeah. in his range, just fucking bawling his eyes out. If I had a range right now, fuck, you can you couldn't tell me shit, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's 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 bawling his eyes out, you know, in his last training session. Um, and you know it's tough to watch. You know it's it's hard to see a grown man cry. But, yeah. you know, someone that's contributed so much to a club like that to be their third leading scorer in just six years, that's that's insane yeah. on its own. Facts. Club legend for sure. Won them a treble. Um, He's a baller, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, he just kind of leaves unceremoniously. He he was reported to, to decline mm-hmm. uh, saying goodbye to Bartomeu. Good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck F- yeah. Fuck Bartomeu, yeah. And, uh, you know, just the way they handled it, they, they were talking about his exit like it was just another thing. Mm-hmm. You don't let a player like that go like that, you know, nah. yeah, especially when he's still able. Bro, I, and sorry to cut you off, but Man City had a better exit for Otamendi than they did for, for Luis Suarez. They actually yeah. did a, a farewell tribute video and, like, every teammate, a picture with all the staff yeah. before he left. Yeah, man, this is just a lack of class on behalf of... Uh, uh, Bartomeu and even Ronald Coleman to an extent. I don't know if, how much power or or hold he has on these situations, but it would have been nice for him, for maybe some kind of you know kind words, some kind of thankfulness, some statement, some statement, and also maybe like a picture with the club. You know, a club that he helped build. At the end of the day, he won Champions Leagues there, Trouble. league titles, <laughs> trebles. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kumin, Kumin is coming back. off as a as a right prick, as like a hard man, like a no nonsense type of manager. But mm-hmm. he he's le- he's lacking some respect. I heard I he he made like a one minute phone call to him to let him know he's not part of the plan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing that thing where he's like, "You're not part of my plan." Yeah, I just want to let you too know. much power. Like, yeah, 
All right, hold on. Get off your high horse. I, I get that you're the manager. I know you're 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 the head guy. <laughs> but l- l- let's tone it down a bit. You're trying yeah. a little too hard. I know that feeling when there's a new manager involved in the work setting, and <laughs> and you know he tries to, to to like rally the troops and make a message out of somebody. It it always kind of pisses me off. You know, like first of all, first of all, you just been here for a, like a few weeks, my boy. Like, what makes you think you could just like kick me out of my position? Especially when Luis Suarez was like producing at a at a top level for the still, minutes played. He, he's still a really good player, obviously. And now who are they left with, bro? Freaking Conrad De La Fuente, who's a solid player, but he's not fucking Luis Suarez. There, yeah, who is? But but yeah. Oh, so you know Luis Suarez, you know is upset that he's leaving and stuff. Just just showing human emotion, and Messi gives him a big message. He has his own post, right? Yeah. Um, do you, do you know what he said? I forget, but you know it was something to the effect of, "I will enjoy, I will like you know remember every moment we had together here at the facilities, all the trophies we won, all the games we won, blah blah blah." The way that this has been handled, this was the key statement. He's like, "The way this has been handled is a farce type of thing." Um, for them to throw you away like trash. Yeah, for, exactly, and then you know. Uh, basically shaming the the way his exit was handled, but also showing love for the for the partnership and the success they had. It's uh, it, it shows a clear juxtaposition of feelings where Messi still has love for the club and the teammates he played with and had success with, but he very much so despises the ownership and the politics the, the going leadership, on. Yeah, wait within he, the club. He's, it's, nothing surprises me anymore. Exactly, and then what just to guys? top it off, after a, a very good statement, which I wish I could tell you guys directly, but I just I don't have it on me. But um, you see, Luis. I mean, sorry, Neymar, Fabregas, other players comment in there in support of Messi and in support of Suarez. And really, it just goes to show you that there's a lot going on at that club that needs to be there's fixed. There's no respect. They're still a good team, but there's no respect for the yeah. uh, hierarchy. Mm-hmm. And uh, good on them for uh, shitting on them. Yeah, I agree. So, um, so Suarez goes to Atletico. Atletico. And just picks up as as far as his talent. As a backup off. nine, just comes on late, like 80th minute for for Costa, and just just to get a you know a feel for the game. Yeah, gets a brace and a in an assist. And Granada is not a bad team. They're not, and the goal, one of the goals he was gonna score was a, was gonna be a banger. It was gonna be a fucking banger. Uh, quick volley, like snapshot, and hit the post, and he got it back and hit it back in. And also his he- his first goal was a fucking banger. It was a header. Uh, far post from where where he was on the goalkeeper, like into the side net, and I'm just like, man, this guy just hit that so nonchalantly, you know. Some guys just have all the look in terms of like just I will that say kind that, of that Suarez. Yeah, is probably the the best player. Like he he's, he's I the, can see that he's the best striker of our decade. He, he's the yeah over Lewandowski. Yeah, over Lewandowski, over my over. hero Aguero, I I deem. I'll take I'll take Suarez over those two. Yeah, yeah. I won't, I don't know if I'll take him over Chicharito's, but I'll take uh, <laughs> hey, but mm. in truth, like I feel like that's the trifecta: uh, Lewandowski, well Suarez, Lewandowski, Aguero. Yeah, like that's as the, far as like pure nines go. Pure nines in, Damn, in the last decade. Benz? Oh, I Benz is there too. You could even you could sub him out for Aguero. I wouldn't be mad at you. But even Lewandowski for success. volume, I, I really love Aguero. But 
But Suarez, as far as volleys go, I think he's the best player I've ever seen. Just the class. He's so good on a, on a volley. Volleys, back heels. Um, um, but just he has a good sense of where the goal's at at all times. And his ability on top yeah. of everything. Yeah. He's got uh, an excellent technique for a, for a nine. Surely he's not better than Forlan, though, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just clowning. I'm just clowning. Yeah, Forlan, I don't rate him too high. Yeah. Um, what else? In, uh, oh, yeah, La Liga. Uh, so just, to, just a quick run through. Alaves versus Getafe. Zeros. Not, not much else We're not going to show love for zeros, man. Yeah. No, goose eggs. No, we don't fuck with that on bottled soccer tech. We're used to the finer things. Yep. The uh, Valencia things versus Huesca. 1-1. One one. You know, Valencia is like that, that team right now that we're shooting on. But Huesca has drawn two draws uh, for Valencia and Atletico Madrid. Yeah. Back-to-back, which is something that should be applauded a bit. For a team that just recently came up. Yep, yeah. exactly. Sociedad. Gets a win, finally, uh, three to zero against Elche. Uh, I, I would say that they're a relegation, relegation bound team. Yeah. And Adnan Januzaj gets on the board. Man, man, you reject. Yeah. Oh, uh, and then I, th- I guess the game of the weekend was Betis versus Real Madrid. Betis is good. They're Bet- a legitimate good team. El Pellegrini, huh? He Pellegrini. has a. Uh, they just got good players. Uh, uh, Canales, mm-hmm. who's a really good player. Um, um, freaking, uh, what's his name? Fakir is my the Fakir best player is, on there. And I was wondering that during the game. I'm like, how come no one's picked him up? I mean, it's probably because Betis is over rating him, and he's probably a little bit up there in age. Or maybe it's xenophobia. Wow. Well, <laughs> climbing. Yeah. Well, maybe he should go to a city then, right? Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Let, we'll him, gladly let, him, take let him bench a uh, photo. No, I can't have that, man. Foden's too good. But Betis, a solid team uh, from front to back. My favorite, I mean, despite them having great attacking players, my favorite two players were Emerson and, and uh, uh, William Carvalho. Just uh, their ability to incorporate themselves into attack when the wings and the forwards are up front already, and they just kind of hop in for that back pass, that diagonal pass, put a touch on it. Um, I really like them. And uh, I think they gave Madrid a hard time. Obviously, they did. But, um, you know, Madrid ends up winning. But uh, I think they gave them a good run for their money for a team that doesn't have the allure of a Madrid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're definitely well managed. The first half was very back and forth. Mm-hmm. The second half, due to the Emerson foul. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was audible. Excuse me. Um the first, the, the second half uh, started off, well, not really second half, not started off, but it was like in the 60th minute. Uh, Jokic, Jokic, uh, listen to me, I'm talking like fucking basketball. Jovic. Jovic yeah. uh, was on a, I guess you could say a breakaway. And uh, Emerson got behind him, shoved him. It looked like an open play. He gets red carded due to the letter of the law. And from then on, Betis were with 10 men, losing one of their best defenders. I guess their best defender. And from then on, it was just all Madrid. They they found it hard to score, but in the end, there was a penalty call with Ramos. Uh, man, I, I wish... Let it out, man. I Let wish it, it, doesn't, it didn't come down to that. But Madrid was attacking better. They were... 
just all all over uh, Betty's. Betty's only generated like maybe two or three attacks after that. Yeah, but Betty's only spent a certain amount of money in the transfer window, and Madrid not zero. Yeah, I know Madrid mm-hmm. spent zero. I was just yeah. joking, but uh, well, but their wage budget and compared to Betty's, you know, oh, people yeah. do okay. that. Now, now we can talk about that. No, nah, no, nah, but. Honestly, Madrid deserved the dub, in my opinion. Betis played very well for for the quality of they club did. they are. Um, but I think it was right. It was a rightful score in the I, end. I just hate that it had to come the way it did. And also, yeah. the Emerson red card, I didn't like it, man. Harsh. I didn't like it. Letter of the law. No, no, I'm not having it. Sorry. Black and white, man. Bar, you know all that bullshit. I mean, yeah, if they see it visually and, and it's like they have to call it right, so it's tough. Yeah. But I didn't like it, man. It's just it was kind of soft. Was it? it oh, it was it wasn't a foul in your opinion? I didn't think so. I thought I thought it, it may have been a foul, but it was more of a. If it's a foul, it's a red card. It has to be. I know, but it's just it was very uh, what's the word? It was very theatrical, if you will. I didn't like the the. You know, you feel a shoulder on you when you're playing, and you you kind of turn back. You know, you turn your shoulder That's back. That's not my reaction. Well, you're not a diver. Yeah, you're no. not European. You're you're yeah. a Concacaf player. I'm a. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a I'm a strong man, man. No, I, don't, I know, I don't but fuck around. It just it, it sucks to see the the game decided that way. Yeah. But respect to Real Madrid, though they got mm-hmm. the dub, which is important. You know, the naysayers and the haters are always going to bring up the penalty and the VAR. And yeah, because it, it's a, it's an easy target to pick at. Yeah. But at the end of the day, Madrid were the better team. Yeah, that's why I, I agree with you. They deserve the result. I do want to say that I noticed exactly what Jovic is missing to be able to uh, generate play and attack like Benzema does. And uh, he's just too, um, too vertical. He runs in straight lines. And if you look at Benz, he's on the left, he's on the right, he's coming back a little bit. He's, he's he rolls the ball trying to, to get left. the ball. Yeah, he's like a he's like a six playing a nine. You know the way he he tracks back and and uh, just demands the ball. I really appreciate that. And Jovic is a little more entitled. As he's a just player. a nine, bro. He's just a he, nine. He's, a, he's, he's there to put the nine. finishing touch. Yeah, and uh, he's Madrid, like a doesn't, Ma- Madrid doesn't play in that style. Mm-hmm. You know, Jovic could be successful. But he doesn't have that stamina. He doesn't have that style of creating. He's not a creator. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play Jovic, you need to figure out a system that, that incorporates that. So instead of playing Benz and Jovic side to side, Jovic um, Benz needs to track, needs to be pulled back a bit into more of a 10 position that allows him to come forward and still score but still be able to create play for, for Jovic. I think that that's where their key is and um, figuring out the right wing position because on Saturday or Sunday, whatever day it was, they were having trouble on the right. Yeah. And uh, I do like that Zidane figured out how to play Casemiro, Cross, and uh, Valverde. And that was making Valverde a right midfielder because he did make really good runs coming from the right. And going forward, he got his goal even. But I think Kroos got injured and Modric came in. Modric is a lot more attacking and, 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 and direct. Isco, the same thing. You know, he's a creator. So Madrid has a, has a midfield problem of trying to incorporate who's going to be a creator, who's going to be tracking back, who's going to be defending. But Casemiro, 
You're not going to supply him, man. Nah. Not right now. No, nah. no, nah, he's top. One of the but best I think at his Bob position. can do it. He's I just a lot he more attack minded. Yeah, he's uh, Valverde is like an eight to me almost. Really, he's weird. He's got a weird. Uh, hey, hey, whoa! He's, he's got player. a weird game. I don't know if he's like a like a destroyer like Asimino, or if he's like a. <laughs> he's obviously not elegant like, like well, Modric or or um, Isco, or even Cruz. He's he's a he's a weird mixture of both. There's players who have that quality, and just to name one, who's totally different from Fede, but maybe has the same qualities. Yaya Torre. He can he can play at a CDM, but he can also finish like the best center attacking mids. But that's a that those are big shoes to fill. But I'm saying that's what I he see reminds that. me of. But I see that. he just doesn't have the imposing figure that Yaya Torre. I see Torre that. Had. I like that. Yeah. Well, Valverde is a big boy. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not small. He's not small. I but will he's say. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. Was well, Yaya's a yeah, fucking yeah. anomaly, bro. He's a club legend, even though he's hated by some, loved by by many. Well, well, your problem was not giving him a birthday cake. Yeah, and we fucked up. It could have been tres leches, bro. Easy money, but easy money. Fucking wear well, shit cake. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. By the way, I don't know if you like I tres leches. Tres leches. I'll eat it. But you know. You're more of a chocolate cake guy or what? I'm um, ice cream cake. Oh, that All one's day. fire too. All day. Baskin ice Robbins. Cream cake. Baskin Robbins. Give yeah. me that Oreos. Yeah. But enough, I mean, enough about Madrid. Um, I, st- I still think they're title favorites, but Atletico made their, their good stake this weekend I, too. I, I think that we got closer to our ideal lineup. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, more Madrid news. Hazard's going to be out for another three to four weeks. Sorry about that, mate. Um. Uh, let's stop being sorry and let's start being pissed off. Whoa, that's very yeah, galactic. No, that's uh, it's frustrating. We'll get into it next week because uh, we'll have more news next week. God damn it. Anyway, uh, Barcelona got a pretty big win. Barcelona wins. They win uh, four to zero against Villarreal, who's who was one of our picks for one of the best teams, but they haven't really done shit. Uh, I was very surprised to see Pau Torres um, get that own goal in that Barca match. Um, he's one of the top center backs. I think he's actually even starting for Spain. Got to do better, man, honestly, um, from his perspective. But it's Barca. Ansu Fati was a factor. He's looking like the real the real deal. Finally. Finally uh, starting to impress. Yeah, he's pretty solid. And, you know, it was interesting. Like, Messi only scored via penalty. But I every time, like, Barca was scoring, he didn't look like terribly happy like he's just kind of like Yay. fucking i'm here you know Yay, he wasn't even like yeah like ansu fati scored the second and he's just kind of like pacing towards him like walking like good job not, kid yeah like not really inspired but barca are gonna be good you know they're gonna be able just to exploit pieces. talent yeah on talent and like we can shit on jordi alba pique all day but they're great players yeah the problem is right. when they play a big club i think that's when they're, they're gonna shit the bed are, yeah they're gonna shit the bed Okay, um, so moving on from that, uh, you, yikes, Shaisa. <laughs> Speaking of Shaisa, Bayern, Bayern München lost four to one against Hoffenheim. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's impressive. Huh? No, I, I wasn't expecting that from Hoffenheim. It was a Kramer's masterclass. Um, I I don't know what the I can't explain it. Like, 
Byron should be beating that team, truthfully. But but Byron could be beating any team. That's what I'm saying. Byron are like one of the best teams except Dortmund, which they did today in the uh, German Super Cup. Right. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, I didn't watch the game. I saw the highlights and fuck every every uh, Hoffenheim highlight. Like it looked like they just dominated the match and fuck. I loved it. <laughs> I don't like Byron, so it's hey, nice to see. Pull up your pants, man. Ah, oh, yeah. sorry. Zip. Okay. Uh, Italian Serie A. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. My guy of the weekend is Papu Gomez. Yeah, two goals uh, from midfield for Atalanta. I'm so glad he's still there because. He's going to be the guy there. He's the 10 there, and he's proven it every week. Papa um, Gomez is a great player, man. I like him, yeah. He's, he's solid, man. He's, he's going to be one of, like, one of those unsung, like, borderline national team players that, like, why didn't he play? Well, mm-hmm. he might have had a certain Bioho. Bioha? Bioha, yeah. <laughs> playing. That, that name, Messi, by the way, in case you don't know. Because you can't put two and two together, motherfucker. Ah. Uh. Um, uh, Chucky Lozano got two goals in. Yeah. Got a little brace there for Napoli. I don't know if he's going to stay there. Uh, the transfer deadline is, is coming up very quickly. Um, any, any Anything else? Lautaro scored a... Lautaro got a goal. Man, yeah. you know, I was watching the, the City game, and I'm like, Lautaro is perfect for City. Because yeah. of his similar style to Aguero. Yeah. They they should really put some of that money that they were considering towards Messi's transfer fee into... I'm sure they can get Lautaro for $90, million. Oh, yeah. Even if it's more, I don't mind. I'd just rather spend that money on Lautaro than Messi. Messi's going to give us a year, two years, maybe. Yeah. It's just stupid but, at this point. But, if we could have got him this year, it would have been great. But, but if you get Lautaro... You guys do well. He's happy. We have he's swag. Staying, he's staying with you guys for fucking at least uh, five, as long as we six, want, really. seven years. Yeah. So you get him for the prime of his career. You guys do well. He does well. He becomes a club legend. You st- you're still able to get Messi next year because Messi's leaving on a free. Oh, that is true, yeah. So you and, and we're getting probably offloading the Eric Garcia yeah, contract. And, you know, and you, your wages don't go towards FIFA Fair Play. Yeah. So, like, what's the problem? And you're getting off of uh, Garcia's you know, contract unless he wants to stay because Messi comes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, right. um, you I'll guys plug like, in your you holes. Dog, get out of here. Uh, maybe, like, honestly, if you get Lautaro, you can afford to let go of Gabby J. Sell him for whatever he's worth. Maybe uh, even a swap deal with Inter. Yeah. So they love Prem team, uh, well, Prem players. So like, why? What's the hold up there? You know, let me call a Cheeky. Is that his name? Cheeky Bergistan. Yeah, yeah. Let me call him up. <laughs> yeah. Let me put on some game. But seriously, man, you yeah. guys, you guys should go for Lautaro. I'd love like it. let him learn from from Aguero for a year, but he'll still get significant playing time. Yeah, still score a significant amount of goals, mm-hmm. and he'll be there for Messi. Messi will be glad to have him. Well, some city fans are are obsessed with uh, a Norwegian lad, Erling Haaland. Um, Doesn't fit your style. I agree. I agree. He's not made for the big teams. I'm uh, gonna put that. On record, damn. Let I think me be proven wrong in a year from now. I think he is, but it has to be for like it's like a like a team like Tottenham, like you know, a team that's gonna mostly defend, but quote unquote big. 
whoa, yeah, maybe not. Like, ah, it's just football so different from what it used to be. Like, you know, maybe a, even a, an Atletico team. I could see Haaland playing there. A team he's that's got the edge for that, sure. But yeah, he's not going there. Well, we'll have to see, man. Um, but no, I I still would prefer Lautaro. I, I I don't even I don't honestly don't I don't fancy Messi anymore. It was this season or it's not, and then it's Wait, he's it, coming. It didn't. I don't. I I don't want him anymore, bro. I he's hope coming. he doesn't. If if he does, I'll stop supporting City and I'll I'll support maybe Real or something. Just because it'll be like a LeBron thing at this point, bro. You stay with Barca, fuck out of here, bro. But it wasn't up to him. I'm sorry, man, but he's 34 now. I just I don't I don't fuck with washed players. Shout out LeBron. The uh, kid from Rosario. <laughs> nah, but yeah, man, I, I agree with you. Lautaro would be perfect, delightful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, you know what could be, what has been, what will be. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, any any parting thoughts? Any? Just wanted to give a big shout out to Serginho Dest, uh, who should be joining Barca in the coming hours, coming days, maybe. Um, I think that's a big come up for for the U.S. national team. Um, just having players playing at the top top level teams, it's always a good look. It was nice today. I well, I guess it's worth mentioning since I'm bringing it up now. Byron beat. Uh, yeah, Borussia Dortmund in the in the cup, German cup. Super cup. Yes, sir. Um, three two. Both Chris Richards and Gio Reyna played in it. And, you know, it those are the two best teams in Germany. So it's nice to see it's nice to see all these US players coming to the top clubs. You know, we got Weston McKinney at Juve now who's been doing bits. Uh, but Serginho Des, I'm happy for him because Semedo has left so that position's open for him. Um, They're comparing him to Dani Alves. Oh well yeah, there is the uh, the the reports from Chinanguito T V, which is a uh, TV media in Spain it was like uh, Dani Alves I mean sorry Sergino Death uh, ¿Cómo te sentiste de estar en el Barcelona? Muchos creen que vas a ser el, el nuevo Dani Alves ¿Qué piensas? No comment from him but it's crazy that people are putting those standards on them when truthfully Dani Alves is one of the best right backs of the decade maybe to ever play well that's that's a good over Philip the most Blum? decorated player I think of all time Oh no, he's yeah, he's decorated. No, in terms already. of championships, I think yeah. I think he's number one. And swag, and swag. Mm. Uh, he had the bald. I mean, not the bald. The blonde hair, the blonde like hair. hella early before, before people uh, started. Before Eminem made way. it cool. Yeah, before Kuhn made it cool. No Eminem. <laughs> Eminem. Yeah. Well, that's. Uh, I guess. He was born that way, right? That's a def- that's a yeah. different league, right? <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, I mean, I I rate him, but nah, man. To to compare him to Dani Alves, there. That's a big. That's those are too big much. shoes. Yeah. It's yeah, a heavy burden. But I think Serginho Dest is going to do bits there, to be fair, and I can't wait, you know. Okay. Um, Other than that, I don't know if you have any parting comments. I mean, uh, not really. I can't really think of anything oh, else. Well, we didn't mention the <laughs> the quick little MLS debate about Zach Steffen or the New Orleans, uh, the New Manchester New, City. Yeah, the Manchester City keeper against the New England Revolution's keeper. Oh um, man, what's his name? That's that just tells you all I have to know. There it goes. There's the argument. Yeah. Matt Doyle. Matt Doyle. MLS analyst. MLS analyst. Matt Doyle. I hope you listen to this. (laughs) MLS is. There's nothing. There's no. I don't care what place your team is in the MLS. Your keeper is not better than a than a city keeper. 
yeah, Matt Turner is the guy um, who I'm sure is a good keeper. But, I mean, Zach Steffen has been doing it at a top level in the Champions League. Um, for You know, he's at City now. He was at in, in Germany previously for Dusseldorf. Um, no hay mucho que decir, tío. Si, uh, there's a difference in class, bro. Like, yeah, You're not going to compare uh, New England Revolution time to anywhere on the training ground on the training ground yeah. of Manchester City even in the vicinity yeah, even you, if you're yeah. playing at Barnsley yeah, or something yeah, exactly in the training ground of City even though you're not a starting keeper the amount of experience and the quality that you're getting is is up and beyond anything that you're getting at New England Revolution mm-hmm. so Matt yeah. Doyle your opinion is absolute as the British will put it or as the people in Manchester will put it is absolute shite. Absolute gob shite. I hope he listens to this, man. You <laughs> know, man I would lo- retweet my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But that that was a little bit. And and you know what? This is just a, a bigger topic about the fascination between some of the, the the big U.S. fans of of really crowning the MLS players like they they really mean shit, bro. There there are some good players in the there MLS. Are. There are. That's the thing. Like, Brandon Aronson, you know the guy, uh, the yeah. midfielder. I mean, there's 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 gems there, but don't that's don't like, give that to everybody. Look, that's like okay, so you know, make, making this American because we we are in the U.S. Yeah, make it great again. Like, I'm I'm gonna use myself as an, as an example. I came, like my, my first experience playing football was in AYSO, <laughs> and. Uh, right away, I wasn't in, like, a club level. I wasn't in any, like, junior varsity level. I was just recreational, AYSO, the most basic level you can get. Basically, every player is required. They, they don't play halves. They play quarters. Mm-hmm. So every player is required to play um, a total of five or six quarters in a span of two games. Yeah. Um, so that means in two games, you need to play at least fucking... Like, 60%. Yeah, seventy-five percent. Yeah, sixty to seventy uh, of that time. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter how out of shape, how good you are. You just have to play. Um, and by the time I played my second season, I was like about thirteen, fourteen. I, I was starting varsity high school level. Mm-hmm. So, so that's like saying someone that's starting AYSO is as good as a as a college level <laughs> keeper. Oh, that's yeah. that's not that's not. You know, not not happening. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care which way you slice it. Yeah, that's how I compare MLS to the Prem. Yeah. Anyway, you know that those are our parting thoughts. Yeah. I suppose. Definitely, man. Uh, anything else? Anything else? No, no. Another great pod. A lot of great commentary. I enjoyed today's episode. Episode fifteen. Yeah. We don't have a Q and A. Not today. Not this not week. Today. We do not have not a bottler week. of the we week. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention the that. Bottler, man. I know. And my, uh, well, our bottler, but you had one that you mentioned earlier. My guy was Iguain, who bottles a clean penalty over the bar, well, skies it. Well, we should make Iguain like the artwork on our on our podcast. We've, we've discussed that previously. And, <laughs> and then, you know, for a moment, Raheem Sterling staked, you know, his case. But I still think Iguain for the... the you know the commonalities of how often he fucking does it he's not only bottler. for club and country the guy's a fucking bottler he's one of the most famous bottlers of all time yeah I, it's, a, it's an Argentinian so, thing so isn't it uh, explain what happened um, he plays for well he plays for Inter Miami reason that he signed with Inter Miami yeah well I mean who doesn't want to play for Beckham you know that's the first and foremost yeah. but uh, Inter Miami have a, a nice budget they have a good set of players 
a pretty desirable location when you're not during there during hurricane season. Um, has a clean penalty, fucking skies it, and then all the the I think it was the earthquake players go up and, and have some words for him like yeah that's right, yeah, and he he gets heated, bro. And we'll be posting that on our uh, bottle talk uh, IG today, so make sure to tap into that and Twitter. Uh, but yeah, that's our bottler of the week. When you you're debuting for a, a club, especially a lesser league, you you want to sink those, bro. I yeah, mean, you could have fucking. Uh, I, if Joseph know. Martinez is hitting those, you tell me. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> well, and I and I know that the like Alexi Lalas type crowd is gonna love that shit because they're like, well, look, you got a European player with European credentials scoring top goals in top leagues, and he still can't score in MLS. Yeah. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna reach for strawman, well, we can do that. But yeah, you know that is our bottler of the week, and uh, we'll be posting that clip. We'll be also be posting the Lacazette clip because that's unforgivable. Yeah, you tell me. You tell me. All right, guys. All right, thanks lads. for listening. My name is Nestor. That's Henry. Henry over here. And uh, this is Bottle Talk number fifteen. We're gonna listen to the sweet sounds of De La Costa. Y'all have a great week, and uh, we'll talk some football later. Cheers, Peace out. lads. Yeah.